You're listening to the Eastside Church Sermon Podcast Series. We are a United Methodist congregation in East Atlanta Village. We seek to be creative, historic, inclusive, and justice-oriented. We are thrilled that you found our podcast, and if you'd like to learn more about our community, visit our website at eastsideatl.org. sacred checker of the time. It's okay. <laughs> we all do it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Thought has been given into how we would flow through this morning, and so our sermon this morning, um, maybe to some's delight, won't be as long. Maybe to some, they might be disappointed it's not as long. Who, who, who knows how that flows? But as we want to think about what we just experienced this morning in this moment of baptism, well, I want you to just look at the table as well as we think about this blessed sacrament that we're going to experience in a few minutes. And I want us to, to rest in the fact that this morning that we are celebrating the two sacraments that, that speak to our life as a church, our life as a community. We, we, we've celebrated the sacrament of baptism. Um, and again, on and, and a heads up for, for those who may be inspired on January 8th, we will also have another baptism as we actually celebrate the baptism of the Lord on January 8th, 2023. And so for those who, who um, it may have been a little early for some of those little ones to come out and, 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 and be baptized, or if, or if that is stirring up in someone else's heart and mind, January 8th, please mark it on your calendar. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in that way, and you have never experienced this blessed sacrament, we want to be a part of that in your lives. So please keep that in mind. And as we land in this moment, this moment that rests upon our hearts and minds at the 42nd minute of the 10 o'clock hour on this day, let us hear these words from the book of Philippians. Adopt the attitude that was in Christ Jesus. Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God highly honored him and gave him a name above all names so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in heaven, on earth, and under earth might bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, family, as we ponder for a few minutes. Put on the mind of Christ. Put on the mind of Christ. Lord God, thank you for the ways that you reward our waiting with your presence. 
Thank you, Lord, for the ways that you reward our searching and our seeking with answers that sometimes we like and sometimes we might even question, why was that the answer to this prayer? Lord, thank you for the ways that you show up in ways that we hope and even expect and in ways that we don't expect. But God, show up now. Show up now in our questions. Show up in our wrestling. Show up in our listening. And show up in our doing of the word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Could you repeat these words after me? Come, Lord Jesus. Once again, come, Lord Jesus. And just one more time to cap it off. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, come and bring us hope. As we think about the shooting last week in Colorado Springs at Club Q, come and bring us hope. As we think about the shooting that occurred at Atlantic Station last night, teenagers, our officer across the street who was helping with parking and just kind of monitoring our space was on the scene last night. There that he ran into one of the young people a few weeks ago and tried to persuade him to go a different path. And then he arrives on the scene last night and says, this is the same young person who I was just talking with three weeks ago. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. There is vitriol in our political and social discourse that's just not healthy. It's not even sane. Come, Lord Jesus. We see challenges of houselessness. We recognize all of the kinds of insecurities that people face from financial insecurity to food insecurity to just insecurity with waking up in the morning and trying to show up and be alive. Come, Lord Jesus. We are in a season of celebrating family and friends and relationships. Yet we are also in a season where sometimes that celebration is mixed with lament. Tomorrow, as I prepare to celebrate my 48th year of life on this earth, I'll have conversations with my father and he will tell me happy birthday, but then he will reminisce about my grandmother who was also who I share a birthday with. Yet my father hasn't seen his mother in this earthly realm since he was 19. And he'll talk about her like the last time he saw her was yesterday. Yet I know my father won't be the only one experiencing that during Thanksgiving and during Christmas because as we celebrate yet and still, 
there is this incredible mixture of emotions where celebration and lament don't just meet at the same street, <laughs> don't just meet on the same, at the same light post. They meet in the same house, in the same hearts and minds, all at the same time. And so I repeat the phrase that I asked us to start with and that our worship team so eloquently walked us into in that song reflecting on the book of Isaiah. Can we say it again? Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come and meet us in our suffering. Yeah, Lord Jesus, will you come and meet us in our moments of surprise? Lord Jesus, will you come and meet us in our moments of devotion? Lord Jesus, will you come and meet us in our moments of distress? Lord Jesus, will you come and meet us when all seems to be well? And will you sure enough meet us when you help us understand that what seemed to be well was just a prelude to chaos? Come, Lord Jesus. And as you come, Lord, Help us to have a mind where we can adopt an attitude that looks like your attitude. Come where we can put on a mind that reflects a life not simply touched by Christ, but imbued with and filled with the love of Christ. Today is a day that Sage will only remember through pictures. Consciously. But subconsciously, the Spirit of God is already moving in her in a way where gifts that were placed inside of her before her parents ever contemplated the name Sage Milan Bailey, are going to manifest. Name meaning wisdom, favor, and grace. How ironic is that, Grace? <laughs> Welcome home, too. How ironic is that, divinely ironic, that every time her name is called, they are going to be affirming wisdom, favor, and grace. And then we take the name Sage. It's actually a wisdom that's not just merely the wisdom of learning. I don't know if y'all were thinking about this when you did this, but Sage, the name Sage, also intimates prophetic wisdom. The wisdom to see around corners. The wisdom to speak things and those things seem to happen right in time. Now, this morning, I use Sage as a model for remembrance. 
Because remember, before this water was poured, before this pitcher was touched, I asked each of us to remember our baptisms. And as we remember our baptisms, again, I ask that we place three words next to it. Come, Lord Jesus. Can, can I hear that again? Come, Lord Jesus. I mean, like with gusto. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus, into our hearts anew. Remind us why we said yes. Remind us why somebody may have literally been pulling us by our, our wrists to make sure that we would say yes. Remind us of what this gift of being a child of God means. Our text tells us this when we think of putting on the mind of Christ. Our text tells us this, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and becoming like human beings. He emptied himself. God emptied God's own self into God's creation that God's creation might know that we are God's. God emptying God's own self into you to remind you that you are precious and that you are sacred and that no matter what you might go through, that if you can look to the you that is beside you and recognize that God is speaking to all of us at the same time, saying, come to me as I come to you. Empty yourself back into me as I empty myself in you. Then, grace, we see what grace really means. God emptying God's own self. Do we take the time to empty ourselves like an offering, like water, poured out, do we take time to empty ourselves? Into the lives of others. What would happen if we recognize that the metaphorical rivers of living water that are spoken of in scripture have a very practical and tangible impact. If there are rivers of living waters alive in our thoughts and in our prayers and in our handshakes and in our hugs and in the way that that we, that, that, that we can speak words of comfort or encouragement or exhortation or, 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 or words that might lead to someone through to, to a moment of, 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 of breakthrough. What if in the moment of someone saying, come Lord Jesus, we walked up as rivers of living waters and the spirit of God moved in us and we spoke or we acted in a way where all of a sudden they recognized that Jesus came in the form of our presence walking into their lives. 
is it even blasphemy to think that? That Jesus might come through me into the life of another? Is it blasphemy to think that the only Jesus that somebody might see today might be the spark of light that shines through our eyes when we make eye contact with him? Right now, there are people in here saying, come Lord Jesus. What if when we pass the peace, as we prepare to experience communion, someone literally experiences the presence of Christ through the way that you simply embrace them? through the way that you take 30 seconds of time to really look into their soul and allow them to look into yours. And again, thank you, Dr. Fry Brown, for being an echo in my mind. Because it's not just about the you experiencing the coming of Jesus, it's about us experiencing the coming of Jesus. It's about how we experience Jesus' coming together as a community. We are in the midst of a second advent, waiting for Christ to come, waiting for Christ to, to, to come in that final victory that we'll speak of in, in, in our communion litany. We are in the midst of a second advent, but while in the midst of the second advent, we have this precious gift of putting on the mind of Christ so that God's will can can be done in our lives on earth as it is in heaven. Now, I know there may be those saying, Pastor T, you're putting a whole lot of pressure on us to say that we need to be God's presence in every moment. So can I say this? Can we just let the pressure go? Just, just, just let the pressure go. Because, see, it's not by your strength that you're going to be God's presence. It's not by my strength that I'm going to be God's presence. It's not by our strength that we're going to be God's presence. Remember, there was a prophetic echo uttered earlier. Milan meaning grace and favor. Grace meaning the unmerited favor of God. And I guess some of you all know, like, this literally is grace right here, right? Grace, welcome back home from Columbia. Can we give the Lord a hand of praise for safe travels from Columbia? God's grace is going to help us do all of what I just described. See, there, there's, there's not really the pressure that we put on ourselves. The, 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 the positive pressure that I would encourage us to embrace is that divine push to say yes. Yes, Lord Jesus, use me as you come into this earth reality. Yes, Lord Jesus, use me as you come into the room that you have me to stand in. Yes, Lord Jesus, use me and, and show me how to empty myself. Show me how to walk with a humility where I might find that, that, that you are using my life as a divine point of intersection where people who may not even look alike or sound alike or think alike 
are coming together to experience the same gift of grace that touches the life of all humanity. God, in, in my act of, of putting others before myself, show me that there is, that there is, there is a greater capacity to be a blessing than I ever even imagined. Show me, God, that in the midst of tragedy, that your spirit leads us to triumph collectively. Show us, God, that in the midst of distress, thank you, that you would take that distress and turn it into a destiny moment. Show us that in the midst of, that's right, that in the midst of challenge, you will show us how the charts or the grace of God moves to empower us and inspire us. And God, show us the gift of adopting the same attitude of putting on the same mind that you had and have. And Lord, help us remember these words. Though Christ was in the form of God, he did not consider being equal with God something to exploit. But he emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Come, Lord Jesus, help us take the form of a servant. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Come, Lord Jesus, help us bear our cross so that someone might see your light. Therefore, God highly honored him and gave him a name above all names so that at the name of Jesus, everyone in heaven, on earth, and under earth might bow and every tongue might confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. God the Father, for those who have confessed with their mouths that Jesus is Lord and believe in their hearts that God raised him from the dead, a dynamic and fluid expression of life exists. We become a dynamic and fluid expression of life that exists. For as we make this confession and we walk in this belief, we get a chance to live into an amazing reality family. And that reality is God's kingdom coming and God's will being done in our lives on earth as it is in heaven. God's kingdom being, God's kingdom coming and God's will being done in our lives on earth as it is in heaven as we say these words together. Come, Lord Jesus. Can we say these words together? Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Make us be the word of God for the people of God so that everywhere we go, somebody will say, thanks be to God. God bless you, family. 
Good morning. My name is Rachel Williams. I am our church administrator and our children's director, and I am here to lead us in the prayers of the people this morning. And I thought because it was Advent and it was this first week of Advent that we would start um, with the liturgy that would actually be um, near and dear to the spirit of anticipation. And this this liturgy, it comes from liturgies for parents, um, but this one specifically doesn't require you to be a parent um, to participate. And in many ways, it encompasses the fullness of what it means to anticipate and to see the impossible. And so rather than um, doing our typical Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer, um, I invite you just to sit in a time of contemplation as I read this aloud. Um, and then we'll end this moment of prayer with our confession um, and our declaration of good news. And so with that, would you please pray with me? O oh God, who made a way and still makes the impossible possible, fill us with your hope as we walk this worn Advent path. Help us be like Mary, who believed and treasured your truth in her heart. O oh God, who invites us in and beckons us to be co-creators, fill us with your spirit as we walk this worn Advent path. Help us be like Mary, who was blessed and whose soul glorifies you. O oh God, who is mindful and sees the forgotten, fill us with your joy as we walk this worn Advent path. Help us be like Mary, who worshiped your name and rejoiced in the unknown. And God, as we come off of a very long holiday weekend, may we sit in a time of contemplation, recognizing that we're sitting in a space of anticipation, of questioning, of waiting for the impossible, knowing that we are a people who are broken, but that are made whole in you, who are made new in your resurrection, God. May we come to you in a time of silent confession. Friends, hear the good news. Christ died for you while we were yet sinners, and that proves God's love for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. I invite you now to turn to your neighbor and show signs of peace as the children come streaming in. Happy Advent. We give God glory for all the things that are happening here in the life of these child. Hallelujah. And so at this moment, let us stand together as we prepare to go out being that light that we are called to be. And let us remember that as we say, come Lord Jesus, that God hears, God is listening, and God will show up in us and through us. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for this gift of life and life more abundant that we have in you. We thank you for the opportunity to 
to be your light, to be your salt, to be your truth, to be your, your love and your compassion. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you bless and protect us as we go our separate ways. We ask that you shine your face upon us and be gracious to us. Show us your favor and give us peace. God, we're thankful that you placed your name upon us. And we ask that you continue to bless us to be a blessing. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Let's go in peace and go in love. Hallelujah. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's message and we look forward to connecting with you soon. If you'd like to experience our full church services, you can find them at youtube.com slash eastsidechurchatl. And if you'd like to support the work we're doing here at Eastside, you can find our giving portal at our website, eastsideatl.org. Be well.